Welcome to VC for Stupid Idiots. We are your idiots, Marianne, Michelle, and Francesco from NomadicMinds.Capital. Here, we interview the best investors on the planet to learn their secrets and tell them a lot of bad jokes. Then, we use their knowledge to invest in emerging market startups. Because this is the most effective way to lift people out of poverty and make outstanding returns. If you want to see what we are investing in this week, please join us at nomadicminds.capital. Hello and welcome to another episode of VC for Stupid Idiots where Francesco and I will be your stupid idiots again today. And we have a very special guest today with us, Marlon. Marlon, welcome to another episode of VC for Stupid Idiots. Can we start you telling us a bit more about yourself, please? Hi, and thank you for inviting me. About myself, I'm a programmer as a background. I started my first company 21, almost 22 years ago. Uh, it's a software development company that is still up and running. About 10 years ago, I started to look into investing in startups as a business angel. And I liked it. And I'm still doing it. And since about two years and a half, I'm uh, the chair of Romanian largest group of business angels, which is called Tech Angels. Fantastic. And can you share with us what you are currently investing in and what your interest is in the investment market? I'm quite agnostic for the verticals. I'm investing in tech startups. Currently, we are talking, we are setting up a deal for a company doing agri-tech. Well, there are some others in different stages. There are some follow-ons, follow-on investments that we talk about right now. Yeah, basically... Fantastic. And um, so being an investor is, uh, is it can sometimes be tricky because you, some of the, some of investors say that they go with luck or they just see what other people are investing in and uh, then they just go with it because it's the new trend. So what would you say is um, like, what makes a good investor? <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer for that. But I suppose uh, you can see if, if if you're talking about a good one or a bad one, depending on uh, you know how successful their their investment were. So yeah, it's it's otherwise it's. Got it, Marina. I've got one for you. So, what does a so you meeting with a startup? Okay, out of I don't know Bluj or Bucharest. What does the startups need to say to you to get your money? They need to say to you, yeah, we're having, I don't know, 10 million run rate, TJ, or we have to grow 300%. We, we've been growing 300% um, year on year. What do these guys need to say to you to get your money? Well, maybe it's a cliche, but for me, the most important part is the team. And my, my first experiences in investing in startups where that actually they were pivoting right after the investment. So <laughs> the product itself and their current traction was not really relevant as they were pivoting anyway. So then, but you need a team to be able to pivot. I mean, it's not nothing bad in pivoting as long as you, you're somehow going the right direction. I like to see as many validations as possible. 
and real ambitions. I mean, I would like to see the guys that they're willing to grow, you know, to really grow. So I want to see that. And then I want to see them that they, that they can and they want to work together. Got it. One thing on my side. So you say team is the best thing ever, okay? So team comes first. When you speak with someone, what do they need to say to you to convince you that they are a great team? They need to say, yeah, I've been graduating at Stanford and now I've been working for know, Facebook for five years, Facebook, Meta, whatever it's called right now. Or they need to say you something like, I created an amazing company before I sold it, now I want to do the next big thing. What's the sentence that they will say to you to demonstrate to you that they are a great team? I don't have a sentence per se. I'd, I'd like to see the spark in their eyes. So maybe that's more important than the, than the sentence. I believe I prefer seeing uh, previous successes than, uh, you know, nice faculties, universities, whatever, or accelerators. But I believe the mindset and the mind are more important than what happened in the past and one of the, what they want to say to me. Got it. So you've been, you've been investing for quite a long time. You've been running a successful company for, I guess, 20 years right now, 15 years. How... Help, help us, help us to understand how can we get this spark in the eye? So how do you get if someone is like, is he the right guy for us? Because, I mean, we, we, we speak with like 20, 30, 50 investors, investors uh, companies per week, and everyone is super excited that they're going to change the world and please give me your money. So next week we're going to grow 10%, 10x. But the reality is that 95% of those companies will, will not achieve anything good and 5% will become good. So how do you get someone, someone has got this spark that you were mentioning before? Well, okay. Now, besides the sparks, for me, one important ingredient is that I, I, am, I can help that company in some way. So besides the money. So if I can only help them with the money, then it's not interesting for me. It's too risky for me. So I need to find myself, so it's, it's something coming from me, not from the startup, that I can find ways to help them. If, in my opinion, there is not much I can do for them, then I better don't invest. It's, again, I, I, I consider investing in startups very risky, and that's actually nice, and I need to diminish the risks by helping, by helping them, okay? So, coming back to your question, so if the product, the market, the idea, whatever, it's something that, you know, I can add some value to, then yeah, uh, that's a good reason for me to, to get into it. And uh, so what would you say is the most common mistake that uh, founders make when they pitch their decks to you guys? Well, I have an answer to that. Uh, <laughs> they tend to talk <laughs> about, they, they, need, they, they tend to talk about their needs rather than the opportunities they can offer, right? So so that, I mean, it's okay. An investor wants to know they have a good runway after the investment, but we are not investing to give runway to companies. We are investing in the end to, for the opportunities that the companies can offer, right? So uh, yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, so and long story short, you guys need to talk about what you can do, not what you need, correct? Yep. Absolutely. Got it. And then, like, so where does your deal flow coming from? 
Well, we have a pretty good deal flow in, in, in Romania with Tech Angel. So basically, we see every week three or four startups pitching. That's with Tech Angels. That's besides our personal, you know, network and startups coming directly to us. So you are the one that created the whole angel group in uh, in Romania, correct? No, I'm not the creator. I <laughs> I helped them grow. I mean, when I took it over, there were 20 investors in the group. Now they are 120, two years and a half after. So yes, I helped them grow. I helped them maybe getting a bit more structured, but I'm not the creator of it. Okay, got it. So tell me, what's the secret to grow from 20 to 120? How do you do that? Well, uh, there are some things like, first of all, everything is very transparent. You know, we are all quite open-minded and willing to help. Not only the startups, but each other as well. We can understand, it makes sense that somebody that starts to get involved into angel investing does not know everything. So they need to learn and they need to be helped. On one hand, on the other hand, people in this area, so investors and so on, tend to be sometimes difficult to coach because they are strong egos. So then you need to find ways to talk, you know, friendly and openly and so on, but not like a trainer, rather like, you know, a partner or a friend. Got it. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, uh, the last question on my side, I promise I shut up forever. So what are the tactics that you use to add 100 people over there. So uh, did you reach out people? Did you wait for introduction? How does that work? We try to be to to keep, you know, the public informed on what we do. We have, uh, you know, regular uh, posts on social media and we do accept all the, like, you know, people willing to ask us about what we do and how we do and so on and what, you know, we do for the startups and what we do for the other business angels and so on. But otherwise, we don't contact directly uh, investors saying, would you consider investing in startups? They're coming to us. It's, again, a very straight and transparent process. They fill in a form. Everybody sees the form. You know, if there is anybody against somebody, they can speak up and so on. So it's quite an open process. And yeah, I think people are appreciating that. Yeah, definitely. And how do you, so what suggestion, so, you know, like Eastern Europe especially, but the whole world, apart from probably States, England and stuff, it's really eager to start an angel group in their own country, okay? So if you talk with governments, they're always trying to foster like Bosnian angel group or Bulgaria angel group and stuff. What suggestion would you give to someone that want to start an angel group right now for their country? Well, well, actually, I myself, I was involved in helping some other angel groups to grow and develop and so on, like we do now with, with uh, our Moldavian brothers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, um, as I, we do in our, internally in our group, I'm very open to explain and to answer questions and, you know, to say what is my opinion on different aspects. One thing that we did, and uh, I believe it helped, is basically our group is an NGO. We, the group itself makes no profits whatsoever. We are not, none of us is making uh, money in any way. So I'm talking about the board and myself, right? We have an employee, but it's not, the group is not used for, you know, to generate wealth for us. It's used to help us invest in startups. Just correct me if I'm wrong. That's how it works. 
And I guess this is how it works because you think it's the best approach ever. So you go some angels, you gather like once per month or once per week. Once per week, okay, someone will pitch in front of you. And basically those guys will invest whatever they have. You, you will invest whatever you think it's fair. And then uh, there will be the, the group will be the one creating the SPVs and get into the company on the cap table, correct? Uh, not completely, yes, that's a general idea, but the group will not get involved into creating SPVs. We give, uh, we can give recommendations. There are, uh, you know, legal companies that are, you know, supporting us and so on, but it's not the group dealing with it. Everybody is setting up their own. So when, when they decide to invest together, they, they set up their own SPV. If needed, sometimes it's not needed. Okay, got it. And then uh, how do you sustain yourself? Do you have like, uh, do you have like annual fee or do you get a fee on the investment? Yeah, annual fee, okay. We have a 500 euros annual fee, yeah. Ah, got it. So it's basically an investment club where you pay the fee and then you just get deal flow. And obviously this is, makes a lot of sense because like it's a proper investment club with the goal of fostering entrepreneurship. You know? So otherwise it will be something like, yeah, you know, I want to get rich on top of you. So why don't you invest with me? <laughs> There is, I mean, there is a slight thing, that, a slight problem that we have with, with this, with our setup, is that such a group always needs people able to take the lead, right? So, because there are a lot of people that are willing to do investments, but they don't know how to do it. So then you need lead investors that can structure the deal. They can help the others that can talk to the startups and so on and so forth. And they do support these kind of people taking something out of the deal. Like maybe they, they take a carry or something like that, you know? But this is not actually something that belongs to the group. It could belong to the lead investor that are, you know, spending more time and more effort to set up such deals, right? And the group itself, no, the group itself is just, you know, at least for the time being, we're just, uh, you know, giving the deal flow to the people. And I mean, this, the annual fee that everybody pays is used to it used to be used for catering and for wines and stuff like that, but now no longer it's the case. So then we use it for uh, tools and for um, PR and marketing and stuff like that. Done. Um, just also great. Cool. Michelle, do you want to do with the Fireside Chai? Yeah? So, uh, we are coming to the end of our podcast episode. We usually just do it for 15 minutes to keep everybody's attention up and going. <laughs> so at the end of the podcast, we like to ask three super fast questions. And we would like you to reply with either one word or one sentence. Okay, cool. Okay. So first question, is there any country like emerging markets you can expect massive growth from in the sense of startups expanding or growing or getting some new ones? Yeah, I'm uh, very optimistic about Romania. I believe we recently had some serious success stories. And this kind of success stories use, you know, tend to create an avalanche. Fantastic. And what would you say is the hottest industry right now to invest in? Technology is accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, but like among all the technological industries right now, what is what's the booming one in Romania? The one you feel okay, guys, if you're looking into those kind of the, if you look into SaaS, if you're looking into the no climate or crypto, just have a look at Romania. Which one would be? I believe we have quite a strong AI growing. The gaming industry is doing well. And I'm looking forward to see some quantum as soon as possible. Wow. 
And security, again, security is quite uh, hype now. Yeah. And then the last question from my side is, what advice would you give to other angel investors to be successful? A strong one, to invest in the startups they can help and they should help. Fantastic. I feel that's like the best piece of advice anyone can give another angel is to be prepared to help and to assist. <laughs> thank you so much. Cool, has been great. Valen, thank you so much for this. And yeah, let's thank you for all our listeners and let's see you to the next episode. Thank you for having me here. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>